Well, hello and welcome. Thanks for joining me. This is Ross Jones, your business coach with my weekly podcast show, Bold Business Bits, coming to you from Yorkshire. This is where I have a great conversation with a phenomenal female business boss. We share some of the bold stuff they do, lessons they've learned, adversities they've overcome and the fun they have. And then I'll be dipping into my toolkit and sharing a top tip. Business can be lonely, so make sure you join us each week and be part of our show. Well, hello and welcome to episode 32 of Bold Business Bits. This is Ros Jones and today I'm joined by Lindsay Banks of NRG Healing. In our conversation, Lindsay talks about her journey from using mindfulness, gratitude and meditation to get through a really stressful and traumatic time in her life to becoming an award-winning author and now set for world domination. I love this woman, her story, her laugh, her inspirational and massively authentic plans to help others. Plus, I can share with you that she did some card readings for me, which were uncannily accurate. So listen on and enjoy our show. Hello and welcome to Bold Business Bits. Today I'm joined by Lindsay Banks of NRG Healing. Hi Lindsay. Hi Roz. Thank you so much for joining me today. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Ah, it's a great pleasure. So Lindsay, our show is about phenomenal female business bosses in Yorkshire. You're living in Yorkshire but you don't sound like you come from Yorkshire. No, I'm from Newcastle originally. Yeah. I left Newcastle when I was 19, mm-hmm. headed to Mexico, came back, went to Uni Manchester, Moved to Peterborough and then back to York. Oh, wow, okay. Okay, so... Moved around a bit. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that's fantastic. So why um, why York? Why, why did you choose York? So myself and my husband at the time were looking for somewhere sort of close to Newcastle, but not in Newcastle. And we looked at Knaresborough, Weatherby, Harrogate, and something obviously just pulled us to York. So we saw only one house in York and we thought, that's it. Ah. We need to move there. So that's where we came. Fantastic. (laughs) And your business, NRG Healing, so how Mm -hmm. did that come about? So initially, my husband and I started it back in 2010 and I was sort of playing at it. I'd learned Reiki, I'd become a Reiki practitioner and I wanted to go out and share and do taster sessions, but I didn't know what to do. And he sent me out to this networking event, which was all suits and boots. And I felt so out of my comfort zone. I remember thinking, you know, I was trying to talk about Reiki, but I wasn't very confident about it. So at the time then, people would say, what do you do? And I'd go, I do Reiki. And I would whisper it (laughs) because I sort of felt a bit embarrassed by it. So, yeah, so it started then, but then I fell pregnant and we closed the business down and I set it up again in April 2017. Okay. And I guess maybe nowadays people, I don't know, it feels like people are a bit more open-minded about exploring alternative uh, therapies and, and becoming more aware of spirituality, I guess. Yeah. There has been a massive rise or I've seen in people wanting to know a little bit more. So whether it's starting with gratitude or mindfulness, you know, they're still sort of spiritual concepts, I feel. And then it sort of takes you on a journey because you start learning a little bit more. And then you're like, right, you know, I feel like I need something else, maybe whether it's a healing session or reflexology or et cetera, et cetera. Okay. And so... NRG Healing now has developed for more than just Reiki, yeah. So yeah. you've introduced all these other tools, if you like. Is that, yeah. Yeah, okay. And um, so so how, how does it work? So, yeah, what... 
How does it work? Well, just Reiki or well, the you, energy you the healing. Business, so do people oh. do people come to you for therapy or what? how does it? So sometimes people come and see me. Sometimes I do it via distance and I prefer to do my readings via distance okay. because it works around my family. Yeah. And I've sort of practiced and played with it a bit because in my mind, so when you learn Reiki, you're taught that you can send energy healing via distance and sort of six years ago I was like how can that work and I just don't get it and then earlier this year I was watching a documentary about energy and vibration and healing and something just clicked and I was like oh I can do this via distance so I asked for a few guinea pigs and one of the <laughs> ladies who was a guinea pig yeah. <laughs> um I basically just I said to her I said right I'm just going to tune in to your body and see what your body's telling me and I said, oh, I says, I says, I feel like you're really blocked around your solar plexus. Was just, so you couldn't see her? No, I couldn't see her. Was I wasn't on the phone? Or no, I wasn't on the phone. All I did was I literally just wrote down a name and yeah. held it in my hands. And I wow. said, right, what does this lady need to know about her health? And I, so I said to her that her solar plexus was blocked. And I says, I'm getting the feeling it's to do with apples. I said, I don't know why, I'm just getting apples. And then I said that I felt that she was a bit choked in the throat area. And I said, I feel as if, I says, I'm being shown that you, you've been watching a movie and there's someone on it that reminds you of someone who's passed and you haven't quite got over the death of their passing. So she got back to me and she said, oh, she said, I made an apple juice this morning, Lindsay, with seven apples skin on. She went, I've never felt so bloated in my life, <laughs> which is why her stomach was feeling yeah. like that. And then she'd watched a movie the night before of her granddad and she hadn't fully got over okay. the person so so I sent healing to those particular areas for her and she could feel it she said she could feel warmth in her belly and she could feel the warmth around her throat as well so yeah so and it works with in the same way with readings as well so I just ask upstairs source whatever you want to call it I say right what does this person need to know the most right now do the cards you know ask some questions and just tune in and then I voice record it send it via whatsapp with a picture I'm like if you've got any questions you can come back to me that's it. Do you think these are skills that you've learned or are they available to everybody or is it just some people have them and some don't? What? No, that's, they're available to everyone. So from birth, you know, when we first come into this world, anyone and everyone can see colours. So sometimes, you know, when you see kids and they're staring off into the distance and you think, what are they looking at? You know, they can see things that we have sort of been programmed to not see. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like all this stuff that I can do, it's just sort of like relearning. Yeah myself yeah and so I know that you've you're the author of the book I am yes so tell us about that because I think that's is that how you you got more into these this area yeah so a gentle hug for the soul came about through losing my best friend to cancer on my 36th birthday and then going through a divorce as well so I started putting all these tools that I'd learned in theory. I'd, I mean, I have read thousands of books on spiritual stuff, but I'd never had to put the theories into practice. And then living with my ex-husband, like I knew that I needed to start practicing these to sort of like keep myself mentally calm, emotionally sort of stable for the kids. So I started practicing meditation again, mindfulness, gratitude. I was doing self-healing. I was asking the angels for help. I was doing my angel cards. And when I came out of, um, uh, when we moved out, 
I thought I need to put all these tools into one book because I thought if they helped me, if this book can even help one person, you know, then I'll, I'll feel like I've done something. Yeah. yeah so I self-published it in October 2018 and then it won an award in the Soul and Spirit magazine. It was highly commended as Fantastic. best real life spiritual story. That's brilliant. It's just really cool. Yeah. From that, I've, de- I've I'm developing a gentle hug for the soul family, I'm calling it. Right. Okay. Where I have ambassadors who, people who've read my book and really love it yeah. and enjoy it. And they're sort of selling books on my behalf. And then from what they sell, they can either use it towards courses going forward or they can keep sort of like some of the profits. And then I'm going to have gentle hug for the soul practitioners who are going to learn how to do sort of the healing work that I do. Your, and in your way. In yeah. my way, yeah. Because yeah. I feel like I've adapted. Re- so what I do isn't Reiki anymore. It's sort of a combination of energy healing, crystals, sound healing, vibrations, and then also bringing in my own intuition. So sometimes spirit yeah. guides come through, sometimes past life stuff, etc. And then the third option is to become a gentle hug for the soul facilitator for workshops as well. Oh, wow. Yeah. And when's that happening? Or is it still in... No, no. So the first, my first date for the practitioners is already full. So they're going to be, that's that's happening the end of January. I've already got several ambassadors on board as well. So yeah, it's starting to all roll. (laughs) That's amazing. That's brilliant. Well done. We're looking forward to that. Uh, so you talked a bit about there about the time of trauma, I guess, that you, Mm. that you worked through. So what is it? What's it now? So you're, you're telling us all about these new things, but what is the end goal, the vision, if you like, for all of this? Well, for myself. Mm. So my vision at the minute is to find some land, to build a community with a centre and for it to be somewhere that people can come to, to learn the tools that they need to then come back into this life (laughs) and and be able to manage basically because we're not born to be stressed you know we're not born to have anxiety we're not that's not what we're meant to be here for you know we're meant to be here to find calm and peace and joy and yeah I completely agree yeah Yeah. I think it's the same with business isn't it I I strongly believe that business a business should be you know it's about being well Mm. a business its purpose really is to make profit Mm. But it's got, it needs to be well. And how we do that is just by business helping each other. Definitely. Yeah. I'm massive, I massively believe in collaboration. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Rather than competition. Yeah, absolutely. There's enough for everybody. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. If we were to think about talking about collaboration, we talked a mm. bit there about values. So, what would you, what's, what's crucial for you in your values? Uh, for myself, being authentic, mm-hmm. being honest, and practicing everything with integrity. If a client came to me and if I felt that I couldn't help them, then I would say that I couldn't. I wouldn't try and do something for someone if it didn't feel right. I always listen to my intuition and trust myself. Okay, excellent. And how are you going to make sure that your would-be ambassadors share your values? I believe that I would attract the right people to me. So I feel like because of the energy I send out that the people who would respond would be of a similar vibration, similar energy. I would hope that I would know if someone came to me with the wrong intentions, that upstairs would give me a sign. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And have there been times, though, when when you have, I mean, I've had times in my life where I've made a quick decision, which has been, it's cost me time, cost me money, cost me all sorts of emotional stuff as well, 
What about you? Has there been a time when you've made a, when you realise you've actually gone against what you should have done? Well, one springs to mind where I had a phone conversation with a lady. It was quite early on in my, it was probably about a year into my business. And there was a lady who was, she said that she could help spiritual businesses. And she was charging £3,000 to help them. Um, so I had a phone conversation with this lady and she got me really geared up and I was like, oh yes, I'll pay, I'll pay. So I pay, I think I paid £500 right. and literally after I'd paid, I just thought, I don't want to do that with that lady. And yeah. I just got the feeling that this lady wasn't being true. Yeah. So I lost £500. Yeah. Which is quite a lot. But you saved yourself two and a half. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think there's, because social media, on social media, you know, there's a lot of promises of these quick wins and yeah. it's like, I can get you this, I can get you that. But at the end of the day, I'm like, it's my journey. And if I want to, ha- quick wins for me just don't work. Yeah. You know, and I just feel like, yeah, you need to just trust in the process that you're going down and not be sort of maybe pulled in by these, you can earn 10 grand in two minutes. Yeah, I think that's so right. And because business is, it is tough, isn't it? It's, mm. And it takes time mm. to, to to learn and grow and all those things. Definitely. And sometimes we can get a bit frustrated or impatient for results. And so those kind of messages, you can see how people get caught up with them, can't you really? Yeah, definitely. I think what I've found quite sort of challenging as well has been over this last couple of years, you know, going out and networking, and being on the spiritual path and being a spiritual person, it's like how that and business mm-hmm. can come together. Yeah. So I've had to do a lot of explaining over the last couple of years about Reiki, about energy. And because what I do, you can't see it. It's not necessarily tangible. Sometimes people have been a bit dismissive of it. And it's sort of like, well, why are you here? Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Because yeah. you're a spiritual yeah. business. And I'm like, but you can be spiritual. And you can have a business and you, it's like, it's a bit like sort of like getting the two sort of getting the logic side and the intuition side and bringing them together. Yeah. I yeah. And no, I, I, I love that. And I can, ima- I can appreciate that it can, because I do a lot of networking myself mm. and I can appreciate how explaining that or feeling the need to explain what you do can be baffling for some people. But I, th- I, there, I think there is a growing movement and this is what I'm really passionate about this really is just getting people to change their mindsets about how they how they view business mm. so I do think it is about supporting each other and we need we need to tap into our soul if you like for that don't we definitely yeah mm. well so what about um if I'm sitting here before you Lindsay mm-hmm. and, and thinking about starting my own business maybe it's not a uh, it's not a um, a spiritual business maybe I'm just thinking about I don't know I want to set up as a, a business coach say what would be your advice to somebody, a woman now wanting to set up their business? What's the number one thing that you, a piece of nu- golden nugget advice that you'd give? Believe in yourself. Believe in yourself. Okay. And trust your. Can I give two? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and trust your. Like. Yeah, trust your intuition. And I feel as if you know you there will be challenges, there'll be obstacles, there'll be people who go, "You can't do that. You can't do that." But if you're following your heart and your passion you'll get there, you know, and it might take a bit longer than you want it to take, but you just got to trust the process and trust that you will make it. If you're, if this is your heart's desire and your passion, you'll get there. Fantastic. Thank you for that. I think that's wise words indeed. What about, um, we were talking earlier and, and you mentioned um, some exciting developments for your business coming up where you're going to be oh, yeah. 
a national, international star. What, so <laughs> tell us more about those. So I was sat, so, you know, working from home sometimes, it's not always pretty. <laughs> I was sat, I was sat in my pyjamas last Tuesday, working on my laptop and my friend rang me and it was sort of like one o'clock in the afternoon. She said, what are you doing? I said, I'm planning world domination. <laughs> she started laughing. And um, so, yeah, so I feel I've had a few days, you know, where I've had downtime and I've had to rest and forced rest. And so I do reading. I've been doing readings in my Facebook group for probably 12 months now. And people really enjoy them and get a lot out of them. And I feel as if the universe has given me a bit of a shove in the back and saying you need to get your messages out to more people. Yeah. So I had a YouTube channel. So I've been playing around with it a little bit. And I've just started doing my energy readings on YouTube. So I also have a program on there called The Spiritual Journey, where I interview other spiritual experts and find out about their spiritual journeys and how they are now helping others okay. on their path to sort of increase that awareness. This is videos, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah all videos. Yeah. So my plan is to focus on YouTube over the next few months. And yeah, there's a couple of articles that are going to be in national newspapers ah. in January. You've written, have you written them yet? No, no, I haven't written them. So basically I use Twitter a lot. I love Twitter. And what I found Twitter has been really helpful with for me has been meeting journalists. So I've spent the last couple of years building up like really good quality relationships yeah. with journalists and they often come to me now and ask me for content ah. which is awesome yeah so one of the ladies came to me last friday after i decided i'd had enough of my business i was going to go and work for tesco right. okay. <laughs> it's like i'm done the next day i had an email from a lady who i spoke to about six months ago about manifesting and the law of attraction right and she said i well, i'm putting this article together for a Sunday tabloid. Can I just ask you some more questions about it? So I've sent her pictures over, you know, and I think if we want to get our messages across, that's sort of the way that we have to do it now. So I've tried, you know, I've written pitches for magazines and I've had sort of like, what do you call it? Rejections. Yeah. But I've found this is the easiest way for me and the best way to sort of get my messages more out there. So there's two different messages. One of them is about meditation and mm -hmm. how meditation helped me through divorce. Yeah. And the other one is about the law of attraction, manifesting, and how I've ticked nine items off my book. Well, not book list, but 39 yeah. things to do before I'm 40. Okay. But that sounds really exciting, actually. Thank you. So where do we, how do we find you on YouTube? So my channel, if you just search for Lindsay Banks right, okay. or The Spiritual Journey, okay. then you'll find me. Yeah, fantastic. So we'll look out for that. Yeah. Would you be happy to tell us about the most dramatic, amazing manifestation that you've experienced? I think it has to be America. It was so surreal how it sort of happened. So basically after I'd written my book, I was reading about the best way to market it and I was told to, you know, send send it out to people who are book reviewers. And I'd found this lady on Twitter who was in America who was a book reviewer. So I sent her a copy and then didn't hear anything for a while. And then I was sat there one day and, and I wrote on my Facebook page, like on my personal one, I said, right, I really feel like I want to go to America, but I don't know where. Does anyone have any suggestions? Yeah. And just put it out there. And people will come back saying, oh, why don't you go to New York? I was like, I've got New York on my vision board, but is there anywhere else? And then about three days after I'd written that post, this lady, she, she wasn't connected with me on Facebook at all. But this lady contacted me, said, can we have a Skype call? So I had a Skype call and she said, Lindsay, I've read your book, loved it. Would you write a chapter for me for a book I'm putting together about called Women Are Roses? 
And I said, oh yeah, I'd love to. So I wrote 3000 words for her. And she said, right. She said, well, do you have a passport? I said, yes. She said, right, I want to invite you to America, Lindsay and me. And I was like, oh my God. Oh, I was wow. like, I'd love to come. I was like, where am I going? <laughs> <laughs> so I ended up in Colorado. Wow. And it was, you know, sometimes it's just like a series of synchronicities that yeah. just happen. Yeah. So two days before I was leaving for Colorado, I was watching an Esther Hicks video you heard about six yeah and Seth speaks yeah yeah and it came up on the title it said oh Denver Colorado May May the 28th 2018 and I thought that's really weird because I'm going to be in Colorado but on May the 29th 2019 I thought I'll just see if she's got any workshops on anyway there was a workshop in Colorado whilst I was there wow and I was just like oh my god I've been following this woman for ages I love the law of attraction I have to go so Paid for a ticket and went to see her when I was there as well. Wow. Got back from America and I thought, what's next on my list then? My friend rang me up two days later. <clears throat> Lindsay, I've got a ticket for Glastonbury. Do you want to come? I was like, oh my God, it's on my list. <laughs> <laughs> That's just amazing. So yeah, it, so, it just freaked me out. Yeah, so this stuff really works. And it does, yes. So to find out more about you, we go to the mm-hmm. YouTube uh, YouTube channel anything else anywhere else that- so you can have a look at my website which is currently nrghealing.co.uk okay. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at lindsaybanks111 and where do we get copies of your book from the usual places or from Amazon or if you contact me and you'd like a signed copy then I will happily send you a signed copy on the post brilliant thank you so much thank, thank you Lindsay. for having me bye bye in our conversation Lindsay spoke about the amazing things that just seem to happen in her life that just arrive for her the things she puts out there the things she's written on her bucket list the things she says that she wants they just seem to arrive she called this the law of attraction the law of attraction is well documented now it's based on the energy that you put out and the energy that you receive back and there's also some science around this as well. So there's, this is where the spiritual meets the science, if you like. Lindsay talked about logic and intuition, the science and the spirituality. But there's a part of your brain called the reticular activating system or the RAS. This is simplistically the compass of your brain. It's based on whatever you focus on becomes your experience, becomes your thoughts, becomes your reality. So what you think about becomes your reality because your brain goes out and gets you more of what you're thinking about. The science of this, I'm not a scientist, but is basically neurons in your brain firing off based on your experience. They wire and they form synapses in your brain, strengthening the area of your life that you're thinking about to become your reality. The problem comes because the majority of us focus on what we don't want rather than what we do want. So if we're constantly worrying about the past, worrying about the future, feeling unhappy with ourselves because we're too fat, we're too poor, we're not successful, whatever it is that we're worrying about, that then fires off the neurons in your brain that become the shape of your brain, become your reality. We want to change this around to focus on what we do want because your brain doesn't understand or doesn't realize or doesn't know what's right, wrong, false, true, positive or negative. It just knows what you're thinking about and gets you more of that. So why not reprogram your brain to think about things that you do want so that you fire off 
different neurons that form a different shape of your brain to give you different reality. This is done over time. So over time, every day, think about the things that you do want rather than things you don't want. Focus on the things you want. You can also tell yourself this via affirmations. So affirmations is a really easy tool that you can use powerfully to change your brain, change your life. And here's the exercise. So I affirmations, I am statements are things that you say about yourself. So you could say, I am fat, I am poor, I am rubbish at this. But instead of saying the negative, you can change it around into the positive. Say, I am my ideal weight. I am wealthy. I am attracting the right people into my life. All of these things. If you say them over and over again, you'll start firing off new neurons in your brain to form new synapses in your brain that create a different reality. So wouldn't it make a difference to us if we focus more on what we do want so that we get what we really want rather than focusing on the things we don't want so we get what we don't want? There's a thought. So this has been Ros Jones on Bold Business Bits. Please subscribe to our show and I look forward to having you listen to us again. Bye for now. This has been your Ross Jones Bold Business Bits podcast show. If you'd like any further information about anything we've discussed today, please just get in touch. Go to businesscoachingyorkshire.co.uk. Please join me again next week when I'll be speaking with another phenomenal female business boss with Bold Business Bits. And remember to subscribe to my show. Thanks for listening. 